we're live. <laughs> we're going live. What's that guy's name? Wrong. Bill O'Reilly. Yes. That's great. <laughs> Coach is the next Bill O'Reilly. That's right. We're going live. Where's your awful intro music? Oh, I have my ear earbuds. I don't feel like messing with them. So. Okay, good, good. I don't got to <laughs> listen to it. That works for me. So there, you don't have to listen to it. We're in. We're in. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the huddle. Uh, it's me, Coach Muddle, joined by the Magi. What is that? What does it say? Stizzalicious. Stizzalicious. In the house today. <laughs> going for number 30 in the prop bet. Uh, prop bets today. Uh, and uh, Nevada Nick, who uh, joins us. And I mean, let me ask you, did you put the wrong name in because you were trying to multitask? You got the rounds right, but you didn't get the, yeah. the uh, you know, the, the winner last night. Uh, yeah. So I think let's start with uh, let's start with McGregor. Yeah. Look, Coach, uh, I think a lot of people said McGregor's fought like I think this was his third fight in 40 months. And, you know, it's it, that's not a lot of action. His last fight was only 40 seconds. A lot of people felt if McGregor was going to win, it was going to need to be early. I thought he was going to. Going to. I thought he was going to catch him. Um, Poirier took his power early. And I don't think, because last time Poirier, and now this was six years ago, but basically Connor got him with one, one, one left, and that was it. So I think, you know, Poirier took his hit, felt like he could withstand the power. And he got more confidence. He had a very nice takedown that I think surprised Connor in the first because it's a different strategy for Poirier. And look, man, when you're you think, oh, they're just on the ground, that wears you out. You're like fighting for your life on the ground there. So that tired him up a little bit. And then look, Poirier got those calf strikes on. And you know, Connor said afterwards, he didn't make an excuse, but he said, "Look, I had dead like." He goes, you know, fair play to him. That's Connor's expression, right. saying, "Look, he won, he beat me." But you know, in fighting, when you lose your leg, and look, that's part of the game in MMA. That's part of the strategy. But he lost his leg, and then, and uh, Daniel Cormier said it. He goes, "Oh, he's got some big shots on that calf. He could see it." And then, literally within 20 seconds, he was knocked out. Like he couldn't go on it. And then Poirier, you know, jumped on it, caught him, and that was it. And look, look, man, one punch in MMA, and that's game, set, and match. And that's just kind of how it is. It's one of those things. And look, you know, there's going to be people that say McGregor's done. I think you got to give him one more against Nate Diaz. Or look, you know, they're one and one now. So do the trilogy in either Diaz or Poirier. You know, give him another shot, you know, because it is UFC. But if he loses next time, it's going to be kind of hard to start, you know, that's losing three or four, you know, to say, hey, give this guy another shot, you know. So we'll right. uh, we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and you know Dana White brought this up, Coach, and I think it's a great analogy. And, look, I'm a Rocky fan anyway. So, but he said it's like Rocky Three. If you watched Rocky Three, the Mr. T one, he said. No, you know, I never Con saw it. Oh, well, <laughs> but Connor's. But he said Connor's coming in, you know, coming into uh, Fight Island with on a three hundred and ten million dollar yacht. You know what I mean? He's got all the money in the world, everything he wants. He goes, you know, it's hard to be a savage when you've got everything you want, all the money, and it's true, mm -hmm. man. Yeah. You know, a coach is in the fight game. Hunger is a big thing, right. and it's hard to not lose your edge. That's why the Khabib's and the Floyd Mayweather Juniors of the world are so special because. You know, a lot of times you get full of yourself, you know. You get like Stiz after winning 11 straight, you know what I mean? <laughs> you just think you – and I'm not trying to – but you just no. think you can't lose, you know what I mean? 100%. Listen, on top of the world for, for you know, probably the last few weeks to a month and, you know, took, took a little spill, took a little took, took a little step back, fellas, but don't, don't worry about it. We're getting right back on the train today. Oh, hey, man, all we right. all know it. But, no, that's – I mean, literally, it's it's – because I've done it in gambling too, man. I'll do all this wins and I'll call somebody up and say, man, you want some winners? Just give me a call. You know, you get arrogant and then boom, you know, humbleness comes usually by the gambling God. So um, that's just how it works, coach. Yeah, absolutely. Is that stat right? Did I put that up right? That's correct, coach. Yeah. That's correct. There we go. I don't, I don't like that seven. I don't like that seven because it used to be six, but you know. 
Well, co- yeah, Stiz, if it was 37, I'd understand, but it's 29.7. I mean, you I can't know. complain with that, man. It's still over 80%. So, right. That's, that's, I strive for perfection, buddy. I strive to be number one. Oh, oh I hear you. But trust me, man, that you can put that with anybody in, in any type of gambling this year. Not People don't pick in the 80s. Look, to win in gambling because of obviously the 10% juice, you got to win 56%. Just to, right. just to win. Just to break even. Just right. to break so even. If you're a 50% winner, like, yeah, you're not getting killed or anything, but you're right. not a winner. So, like right. I said, you got to be a 56% winner. So, if you really want to be winning money, you got to pick in the, you know, over 60%. And, not, you know, obviously you're doing that. So, I mean, look, there's a lot of people out there that are on the big stations and doing that, and they're just complete losers, like 30 right. games under 500 and all. And somehow they're still on, you know, the big network. So, that's right. And here That's I right. am on the Coach Muddle Show, killing it. Right. That's right, killing it. You know what I mean? Right. Now, right. Coach, can, can we talk about one more thing before we get into football and all the things going on? Is that okay? Sure, sure. Uh, sure. Want me, I want to get a little into little me and Sizz's Sixers, man, because another like big win last night. I know it's Detroit, but still, you know, a win is a win. And, man, the Sixers first placed in the East by two games, and I think they really got screwed out of two games too because all these other teams – are getting postponements, and the Sixers had like seven guys the one time and played two games against against Denver. Yeah, right. They could be either twelve and five. They could be thirteen and four or fourteen and three. I really like how the Sixers look. I love how Embiid's playing, and I love how Doc's coaching. He's putting Embiid under and you know under the basket instead of at the three point line like Brett Brown did. And I really like how the, I think the Sixers right now, and if they keep on this trajectory, they might be the best team in the East. Well, listen, I mean, right, coach, don't count out the Knicks, man. Don't count out yeah. the Knicks. Knicks no, Nick, they're they're a nice season, are. too, but we're talking they about the are. Sixers. No, you're right. They yeah. are. Yeah. Come Guys, on, I got to throw in there. I got to throw them in. Coach Nevada, I mean, we, we were, you know, we were talking about, you know, the head coach hiring, you know, with Doc Rivers. We were talking about the pieces they brought in, and it's all seeming to gel together. And listen, man, you got Embiid in conversations of MVP this year. Now – you know, let, let's 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 slow the roll a little bit. You know, I mean, he is looking great. Hey, listen, there's a lot of guys in the NBA right now that could look like an MVP for their team. There's no doubt about it. So, you know, but he's in the conversation that I like. He had what 38 points yesterday. I think he had two back-to-back 40-point performances against Boston. He's looking good, man. And without him, you know, I think I think your team kind of kind of takes a real big step back. Because you're not getting it done with with Superman with Dwight Howard, you know what I mean behind right. the center. So let's hope let's hope that Embiid stays healthy. Let's hope he keeps on playing like he does, and let Doc Rivers take this team to the yeah. playoffs and see what we can right. do. And still six straight for Embiid with thirty and ten as well. Which hey, you can't when you're you got a guy giving you thirty and ten a yeah. night. Can't beat that. He's really well, stepping up and becoming. They needed him to become the guy. You know what I mean? That, that's what it be is they need him to be the guy and then let Ben and other guys work around him. So, I, you know, I like where they're at. I do. Hey, listen, even Ben had 20 points last night. Yeah. You see that stat? Yeah. I couldn't believe yeah. it. No, I know. Because he's really like – me and Stiz talked about it earlier in the year. He's been 15 or 16 over under every game. He's been under a lot. Now he's oh. had some triple doubles. And, look, he, he fills the stat sheet up in other ways – with rebounds, assists, and he plays great defense. So right. I don't got a problem with Ben Simmons. I know there's a lot of Ben haters, but you know, look, he's right for what this team needs right now. And look, they're not—they don't need much from him because you got all this, all these other things, this you know, year. working out. You right. know, I, you know, I just uh, look at it as you know, you, you know, you had the race car and it just couldn't get around the track good enough, and you get Doc Rivers in, you know you know, gives it a good tune up and, and some fresh tires on the thing. And now, and now you guys are moving around the track pretty well. So yeah, I think, I think all the cylinders are working now. Yeah. Nice smooth sailing yeah. for sure. Coach. Yep. So, all right, let's a uh, lot, a lot happens. Cause you know, just so everybody knows, you know, our shows cut back. Cause you know, Nevada, Nick, he does 16 shows all week, you know, <laughs> out on all these other, other shows, uh, you know, so we can't squeeze him in, and you know, you know, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't like to dance with who he brung to the dance with, you know, the old saying, you got to dance with who brung you. He don't like to do that, you know. So, <laughs> and it's fine, it's okay, but you know, just what it is, and uh, 
But let's get in. A lot, a lot has gone on since. Coach, you become show. you become the ugly, ugly girl to dance. What can I say? You know, <laughs> <laughs> sitting on the bleachers, waiting for somebody to answer. <laughs> Braces and pimples, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, so uh, you still got to dance with who, who you brung. So yeah, okay. uh, you know, but here we are. Yeah. So a lot, a lot has happened. I mean. In which has kind of surprised me that we have one coaching spot left open, and we're you know all these spots are filled, and the two biggest names coming into the coaching carousel are still on are still offensive coordinators and obviously coaching today. Yeah, but there's still one one spot. I don't uh, – kind of surprising, puzzled. Uh, I would like to say I love the Jets hire. I, I mean, I think the Jets I, – I think, listen, the Giants influenced the Jets hire. The, the Giants did that. If you, you saw what Joe Judge is and you look at, at Robert, Robert Sala and they're kind of the same, those fiery guys, emotional – Doing and the Jets couldn't needed somebody similar to that, and you also needed somebody the complete opposite of Adam Gase, who looks like a meth head on the sideline. I mean, come on. So I, I think the Giants really influenced that that hire. Yeah, just throwing it out there. But yeah, no, no. Look, and I would think that. Um, Look, I think with the Texans, too, I mean, wouldn't you want to know if Deshaun Watson's going to be your quarterback if you're going to take that job? Because if you don't, they don't they don't have much cap room. You don't have a first or second round pick this year. That's not a very enticing job. So I think that's part of it. Um, look, if I'm Eric Bieniemy, you didn't want me. But now because you're trying to make amends with Deshaun Watson, mm -hmm. you want me. I mean, I might take the job if I know Deshaun's staying, but I'll tell you, if not, I wouldn't take it. And I think Dabble, too, I think he's coming back to the Bills. I think he might have said that, too. Um, I think he wanted the Chargers job. It didn't work out. They took Brandon Staley from the Rams, the good defensive coordinator. Um, so I think he'll, he's going to end up in the Bills. And, look, I get it. Like I said last week, if you got a really good job as a coordinator, you know, banning me with the Chiefs, Dabble, you look, you're starting to really hit your stride with the Bills this year. Sometimes it's better just to stay and then go be Dan Campbell and take the Lions job. And you're really, you know, he might have tried to do the great press conference, but I think he kind of, you know, didn't <laughs> look too good for the kneecap. You know, right. I mean, but look at him, coach. I know he was the interim head coach with the Dolphins before. They had to give him a six year deal because nobody wants to coach in Detroit. Right. You know what I mean? So you gave a guy who got his first head coaching job, and it's not like it's some guy from college that you're dragging from college that you know, like an Urban Meyer or something that right. you know doesn't want to do it. You had to give him six years. What's going on, Uncle Bill? Uncle Bill, my man, how you doing, brother? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, obviously the Eagles just got the Colts' offensive coordinator, <clears throat> and I don't, I don't love it. I think it might be a little bit of a guy who can, you know, play the puppet strings from, you know, with Howie and Jeffrey Lurie. But, you know what, I was wrong about Doug. I hated Doug. I liked Chip. So, I think with coaches, Coach, you know, it's kind of wait and see. Let's see what the guy can do. And and, and you go from there because you never know what coaches. You just don't. Hey, listen, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the Eagles are going into the uh, – dipping into the uh, Indianapolis Colts well. They yeah. just hired DB's coach, Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. You know, as their defensive coordinator. How about that? And, and yeah. you know, another another tidbit I just heard to that this morning was um, speaking of the Houston Texans, you were talking about their head coaching job. Eagles quarterback Josh McCann is looking into the head coaching position of the Houston Texans. Yeah. How, yeah. how, how, how wild is that? Did you hear that, Coach? Yeah. yeah. Which, coach, isn't that kind of surprising? Look, I know he's a QB, but to me, I'm not hiring somebody – who has never coached a day in his life. Yeah. I mean, I'm not putting somebody like that right to a head coach. 
you, you know, you I would want wait a second because you coached your son's high school football team, yeah, and you played in the NFL at the same time. It's totally different than being, you know, right. Go go be an offensive coordinator for a couple of years first, and then and then you know come uh, uh, talk to me. But yeah, I, I don't. I, I just think that's that's just BS. I, I, I honestly, I think that is that's just the the, you know, I don't know who floated that out there, but yeah, I, I gotta. But as far as the Eagles go, I think this is the owner saying, you know, f you to the fan base. So yeah, all you Eagle fans, f you because I don't give a shit about winning right now. I give a shit about because I paid a shitty quarterback a lot of money, and I'm gonna try and fix them. And that's exactly what this coaching hire is because, come on, you had the, – the, the what did I say earlier, Nick and Stiz? Oh, my God, the, the, the biggest names are going to fall into the Eagles' lap. And they did. And you still went with somebody who is – I mean, let's be honest. I didn't hear his name floated for any other job in the league, any other job but the Eagles' job. Guarantee you that – Oh, we we coddled Wentz. What do you think? What do you think, Carson? Do you think that he can help you? Think he can fix you because he's Frank Wright's friend? That's exactly what happened in in, in this thing. Because uh, you know, I, I'm calling. I'm call, You know, look. I'm sorry. The next ten years, Eagles fans, you're in the shitter. I'm calling it now. Mark it down on the calendar. 20, 24th of January. Eagles are in the shitter because you got an owner who decided he woke up on the wrong side of the bed and thought he was Jerry Jones. Okay. Strong, look, strong call. Yeah, no, look, owners meddling has never been a good thing. Daniel Snyder, Jerry Jones. So I, I agree with you in that sense. Um, I think too, look. I think you got to trade one of them and get some kind of asset from because okay, it's not going to work with both of them, coach. But 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 let let's let's compare apples to apples though. If you're an owner and Deshaun Watson's your quarterback or Carson Wentz, who do you think should have more more say in in what goes on at the at the that level? I mean, Deshaun Watson's kind of proven himself. In, in my opinion, yeah, he, no, I agree with that. You put him on any other team, it doesn't matter which. He's been more consistent. He's, no doubt. he's, yeah. he's a he he makes your team a Super Bowl caliber team. You put Carson Wentz on the other, you know, thirty one right. teams, they're still yeah. shit. And coach with like pro football focus and all the numbers. So basically, the top four guys or top four of the top five guys are all playing. Today, mm -hmm. Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes, Allen. Right. The other guy is on the Texans. So that just shows right. you how good Watson is with that, that team around him, which isn't much. Right. And the one guy he did have, they traded away for, right. for, for almost nothing in D-Hop. So, no, I agree with you in that. But like I said, I don't, I don't know if keeping Wentz is a good idea. I agree with you. But I think if you're going to, you need to trade Hurts. I know it's you want to have a good backup and all, but I just think it's going to be cause more problems. And you know what? Hurts' value is probably not going to get higher than it is right now. I mean, he looked good. I think you could probably go to somebody and say, I mean, look, he was a second-round pick. Say, look, we want two twos. We want, maybe can you get a one? I don't know. Maybe you can get a two and a player. I know, but I'm just saying I'm not – Bringing both of them back, one I think one's definitely got to go. Oh, I agree a hundred percent, and I, and it's not going to be Wentz because of the money. Yeah. It's good, not going to be Wentz because of the money, and you're going to go and try and find a team that is willing to, you know, uh, is give you a second, and that's the problem. You didn't you didn't draft Hurts uh, in the third, fourth, fifth round like a, a Dak Prescott. You didn't do that. So he you you got him kind of high. It's gonna gonna be hard to 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 uh to get that in, in compensation, I think. Right. What's up, Kevin? You wanna put what Kevin said up, coach? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, coach. 
<laughs> and then what he, he just said too, and it's you know, can you imagine if Brady pulls off the upset? And you know what though too, it would be so crazy that the one year a team gets to play at home, look what year it is. You know yeah. what I mean? So I don't know what's going on with the Super Bowl. There was talk of like pods or something, but obviously you're not talking about sixty-seven thousand fans in full capacity, regardless of what happens. So that would be crazy and, and ironic if uh, what's going on, Ted. If you know Tampa Bay were to pull off the upset and win, and um, you know play at home in Tampa Bay, and then obviously it's not going to be. I mean, there's not going to be many Tampa Bay fans. That's going to be a lot of corporate people, family of players. You're going to need to have a, a buddy to be able to get into that, uh, like Coach does, to be able to get into that Super Bowl. That's right. right. Um, and uh, just just uh, to a little side note today during that a- NFC Championship game, you got two Delaware kids playing against each other. Uh, you have Darnell Savage, the safety for uh, the Packers, Delaware kid went to uh, uh, Maryland, uh, and also you have uh, Godwin, who's a Delaware kid, uh, went to Penn State. Right. So uh, you know, just a little little connection close yeah. to home uh, for for those right. for those folks. Um, so today, just want to throw that out there. So, Coach, now you know. Obviously, we were just talking about Wentz and Watson. Well, yesterday it comes out, and it, you know, basically that he requested, and that they're going to try to accommodate. And, and that Dan Campbell knew when he took the job, they obviously made him aware of the situation. Yeah. But it looks like Matthew Stafford, wants, he said he wants a fresh start. And I understand that because, obviously, it's a rebuild again in Detroit. Um, so now – Hey, rebuilding uh, since 1949. I agree. <laughs> no, I agree. The um, Motor City. Yeah. But, you know, now another quarterback who's going to be throwing his hat in the ring next right. year. And, man, it's going to be like musical chairs with QBs this year. It's going to be very interesting with some of the names out there. Does Darnold leave the Jets? Are they going to use that two-pick on a quarterback or keep Darnold? You know, obviously, you know, is Winston probably going to stay with the Saints? Does he move on with all, like, you know, if he had a chance maybe to go to the Colts or something, what happens with Jimmy G? What happens with Deshaun Watson, Matthew Stafford? It's going to be really interesting. And if you're, to me, there's no better job than, you know, getting to go play for the Colts right now. And, or obviously if, if you can get in San Francisco too, I think if you can get in one of those teams, man, as a quarterback, you're in a great uh, situation to succeed because the, the Niners are going to bounce back next year once they get healthy with all the talent that they have. And, you know, I think they do need to get a weapon on the outside, you know, at receiver, but man, that's a good team, obviously. So, a um, lot of lot of QBs out there. Really curious to see where everybody lands. My my biggest is I honestly is this hurts Stafford because Stafford still got two years on his contract, so you'd have to trade to get him. I think you know someone like Matt Ryan is going to get cut. He's going to yeah. be free to to sign with whoever, and you know a team doesn't have to lose compensation you know, and, and, and do that. So it really will be a, uh, interesting to see if someone gives up, uh, uh, what kind of compensation that Detroit can get for staff. Right. And we still need to have, see what happens with big Ben, you know, if he retires and honestly, I think he should, that's two, two pretty damn good situations to Wait go into. The Steelers signed a number one pick. I mean, they got... He's not going to be a starter. Are you Dwayne, kidding me? Dwayne Haskins. That's right. Straight, on, straight, straight from the strip club to the Steel City, fellas. That's right, man. That's yeah. right. I think they... Do they have better strip clubs in Pittsburgh? Is that why hey, he's signed there? I would what? doubt it, Coach. Yeah. I think so. Ted, that's a good question. Um... I would probably go right now. I mean, probably Packers one, Chiefs two, uh, Bills three, Bucks four. That's how I would go. Coach, what do you think, Stiz? Oh, man, I think. Wow, I, th- I think I'm with you on them four in that in that in that exact order. Actually, yeah. it's tough, man, when you when you see the goat in last place. But you yeah, know, I know that's I mean, what I'm struggling. Just- with, but I mean, now as as it would be hard to change to change that a little bit. I mean, yeah. you know, and coach right Antonio Brown being out today is going to be big. I know you yeah. say he hasn't done much, 
but you still need to account for him, coach. And you yeah. know how that is when you got a player of his caliber. You still have to account for him. Now you're taking that out. And now it's Scotty Miller. And I'm just saying, Scotty Miller doesn't scare me as no. much as Antonio Brown does, obviously. So, you know, now you can kind of say, all right, who are we more fearful of? Is it Mike Evans going deep? Is it Chris Godwin? You know, and then maybe focus on them, try to take them out and let the other guy. Well, I, honestly, I think I think with that is my uh, uh, really again, like you said, you you know, and then you didn't even throw Gronk into that mix. You know, who, where do you move that coverage? Because you know, one of those guys is going to be open, and I really won't be. I wouldn't be surprised if Brady does take some shots. With the with that kid, just because of what you said, is that the Packers will go and cover those big name guys uh, with with more moving guys to 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 their areas and leave him a little more one on one. And I wouldn't be surprised if they took some shots with him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that would be the right move for them to do. That's for sure. And then Hurricane you know, hey. Stiz, Hurricane Stiz, you want to give that weather report you were talking about with the phone that you gave us? Snowing in Green Bay, fellas. Snowing in Green Bay. Supposed to be cleared up by 12 noon. Uh, they're going to have, as Coach said earlier, they're going to have the uh, fans that are allowed into the game. They're going to have them shovel in the uh, stadium. And uh, should be cleared out by game time, 3.05. And, you know, honestly, you saw it against Tennessee. I think the snow favors the Packers. They oh, seem sure to, know, to know how to play in the snow. I yeah. mean, Tennessee just – couldn't get their feet well in the first half, played better in the second. But obviously, Green Bay just jumped out on them. And it seems like, you know, Rodgers still threw for, I think, three or four touchdowns that game. Uh, obviously, nothing deep. But still, they just, you know, obviously, like I said, when you're playing in the snow and you're the receiver, you have the advantage of knowing where you're going. And it's hard when, you know, you're planting your feet in the snow and – Kevin asked, where's the bow ties, Tiz? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, three, three of them, three of them touchdowns by uh by Rogers was the my boy Devontae Adams at that, that snow game Sunday night, if you remember. Right. Nevada, that's, right. That's, that's what took me to the championship in fantasy, you know? Yeah. So yeah, no, they definitely know how to play in the snow, that's for sure. And boy, did they stop Derrick Henry that night? Wow. Love it. Yeah, yeah. And you thought, you know, that night you thought it was going to be a lot of Derrick Henry. And, yeah. you know, obviously uh, it wasn't. And right. uh, well, when you get down and, and, I, and I, yeah. I'm uh, uh, I'm going to be interested to hear what you guys have to say about this game because I just feel like, you know, you have the um, uh, some trends that I've been looking at that, no, this wasn't anybody giving me any information. This was some stuff that I did on right. my own. Just good research that out there. Good. You know, the the, I, I, the Packers seem to uh, jump out quick and then kind of let off the gas. And I feel like the Packer or uh, the Bucks are that team that you know they got to get a little push. You know, that's that car you got to push it down the road. You pop the clutch and get it going. And late in the game, they seem really good. So how do how do you guys uh, look at that? Are you going to? Uh, Bet the pack, you know, you're going to do one of those bet the Packers in the first half and bet the yeah. Bucks in the second half, or uh, well, you know, Stiz will tell you, I've been betting Packers to score on the first drive. I took them you already. Know, yeah, it's it's been, you know, they're very good. Lafleur's great at the first fifteen. I mean, he's really been great at play calling all games, obviously, but he has such a nice mix of. And his brother, and by the way, his brother is going to be uh, the offensive coordinator for the Jets. Matt okay, LaFleur's brother. Okay, yeah. So look, yeah, Green Bay has, you know, gotten off the great starts, and like I said, you know, they almost nobody scored more first more points on their first drive. So, and you see that a lot with good teams is getting good starts, getting ahead, and getting to play how you like to play. I mean, that's I think key. There's only one team that you know that's the Chiefs that you know can get down like they then and just you know, I mean, the Chiefs are like. They win like 70, 80% of the games. They get down 10 points. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's like a, it's you know, like a video game with the, with the Kansas City. Right. Yeah. You know I, mean? I mean, I mean, I don't think you're ever going to see again a team that's down in all of their playoff games by 10 points or more and still wins the Super Bowl. 
I mean, in the one game, you're talking about 24 points they were down against the Titans. Yeah. And you guys remember, I mean, like a quarter later and still in the first half, they're taking the lead. And you're just <laughs> like, what are you kidding me? Like, I, I've never seen a, hum a momentum swing just like that. Like, I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, it really was. And it's just with the Chiefs, it's like one play. And that's why they're never out of the game. And that's why Patrick Mahomes is so great. But, Coach, like I said to you, um, and it was reported today by Ian Rappaport, um, you know, I said all week I'm not concerned about the concussion. I was concerned about the turf toe, and they confirmed today it is turf toe and that he is not 100%. So let's see how that factors in, how he plays. You know, it's going to be interesting. But I guess you want to start and get into that first Packers game and kind of give our outtake on that and give our yeah. picks on that, Coach. Is that yeah, work? yeah, I think, I think that'll, okay. uh, that will we'll go with that. Okay. So, you know, I, I think we know where Coach is going. Um, um, like I think I said, I already, you know, kept, uh, Ted said, the, you know, rank the teams. Uh, you know, look, I got the Packers, uh, you know, uh, as the best team left right now. Um, I like them today at home. Stiz mentioned the snow. Uh, the line's three and a half. By that hook, I like the Packers minus three. I think they're going to come out today. I, You know, Coach mentioned I think they're going to start good early. I really do. I think they're going to jump out. And I, I just think they have the better team, especially on the offensive line. And that's going to be big. I think they got the better offensive line. I think that's really going to be key today. I think they have a little bit better success running the football, obviously, too. And just the balance that LaFleur has. Um, look, Bucks defense is scary. Very quick. They're fast. And, and, and let's not forget, too, the Bucks shellacked the Packers earlier in the year, 38-10. So they've mm -hmm. proven they can beat the Packers. There's no doubt about it. But I just – I think, look – you know, Rodgers is on a run right now, obvious MVP, just playing great football. You might be able to say he's playing the best football of his career, and this is a guy who's already won a Super Bowl, really dialed in. I love how that offense is playing. I love how LaFleur is calling the game. Um, I just like the Packers today, and I'm going to go Packers 31-24. Uh, okay. Wow. Okay. I, uh, you know, Tampa Bay's been averaging 30 points a game recently. I mean, their offense has just been clicking. You know, I, I call it a Kansas City-Tampa Bay Super Bowl. I don't know. The more and more I look at this Packers team, Nick, I'm on board with you. Yeah, I agree. You know, you mentioned week six, that shellacking, 38-10 to 10 Tampa Bay. In that game, Rodgers, 160 passing yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. And that running game was abysmal abysmal we're going to look for i think a total polar opposite we're going to look for a total 360 i think today i think like like coach said you know green bay likes to get up early they're going to push 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 the factor is coach you can't let tampa bay get that clutch started because you give you give it to tom brady and you give him a little momentum you know he, he can he can he can score some points and and he's got the arsenal to do it I like the Packers as well today, especially at minus three, even three and a half. I, you know, I'll take them either way. Uh, I like a high scoring game, even, you know, with, with the snow. Hopefully, you know, it stops and it's and it's out of there by 305 by game time. But uh, yeah, I like the Packers. I like the Packers 34 24. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I, I'm, uh, as you know, I have the Bucks. In the Super Bowl, so I'm not deviating That's good. From, from that. I am sticking with the goat until proven otherwise. He's the goat, and not yeah. Aaron Rodgers. And I just think that you know Tampa Bay has more weapons than than Green Bay right now. You know, uh, so I, I just think that it's going to be. It's like you said. I think it's going to be a you know third. You know, 34, 31, you know, 30, you know, maybe maybe 35, 31, somewhere in there. And I, I think that uh Tom Brady pulls it out. Okay. Because that's what he does. This is this is old hat for him. I don't care if it's snowing or not, because this is nothing for Tom Brady. And I think he knows how to uh you know, his experience and stuff will uh keep keeps the ship calm. 
he's keeping the ship calm, and uh, this, this is old hat for him. So, okay. uh, not going to be this game's not going to be too big for the rest of the team. It's going to be, you know, and you know, I mean, you have Gronk there as well, and uh, but I, but I still I like Tampa Bay today. And, and, and don't forget, Cameron Brait has been playing really well in these last couple games, coach. So yep. you know, now not only do you have Gronk, now you know, now you have a, a second tight end who, who's you know who's really catching the ball well. So. You're right. I mean, they, they do have a lot of weapons. You know, they're they're gonna they're gonna pick. They're gonna dink and dunk with everybody in that game. That's for sure. And and and, and you know, coach. Yeah, you are right. And the thing with them too. I mean, I you know, I mentioned the Antonio Brown point earlier. So you had three receivers and even Scotty Miller as a fourth. But two, they got two running backs, and you never know which one it's going to be. You know, it seems like one game. You know, it's Ronald Jones, and you know, Fournette really had a nice game in the, in the uh, divisional round. So. You know, obviously, I would think they're going to lean there, but still, you got two running backs, you got two tight ends. Bray, I think, a little bit more athleticism, obviously, than Gronk. Mm -hmm. Gronk's still a, a big presence. You know, Brady loves him down in the red zone, just that big target, those big hands. You know, obviously, a lot of times, you know, Gronk's going to get those 50 50 balls. So uh, it will be interesting to see. Um, going to be a good game. But I think like I said, I just think Rodgers is going to, uh, it's going to be very tough to stop. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, me as well. Me as All well. right. We'll see. Get the next one then. All right. Let's, uh, so, let's, uh, let's, let's go to game two. Okay. Let's, now, uh, Go ahead. Yeah, Kansas City, Buffalo. And look, on this one, I feel a lot better about Green Bay. I really do. Because uh, I, you heard, like I said. We already talked about Green Bay. No, I said I feel a lot better about the Green Bay game. Because I'm giving my pick, obviously. Oh, okay. I, I, I like, and the only thing that does worry me, everybody, a lot, everybody I talk to, a lot of people seem to like the Packers. I mean, there's some some Bucks people out there. And obviously, the Packers line opened it four. It is three. So, people are betting the Bucks, you know. So, but still, that, that concerns me a little bit. But, no, um. I don't. This Bills game, I've been going back and forth, kind of. Look, I respect that Chiefs team. I really do. They're and you're talking about the defending Super Bowl champions. How can Yeah, they're 24 and one in their last 25 games, and that one loss was to the Raiders um, in a game that you know obviously it was a one score game still too. So um, I just have a feeling today the Bills are going to get it done. So I'm going to go with the Bills plus three and a half. If it's three, by the hook as well. But I got the Bills plus three and a half. And I hey, think you don't follow direction for anything, do you? Follow direction. Yeah, because we <laughs> oh, didn't even talk about the game You're the best producer yet. in the we world. Didn't, that's right. We didn't even director. talk about the game. Well, We're still talking well, about okay, the game. Okay, well, I'm first. doing my pick, and, and now I'm going to talk pick. about it. Well, Please, you're going to no. know. But, but, but by how I, how I start talking, you're going to know I'm going with the Bills anyway. <laughs> Practice. Point. I just think Mahomes – with the turf toe injury, the producer of the year up here, you know. Um, so I did know. I think with Mahomes' toe injury and the turf toe, I think it's going to affect him a little bit. <laughs> but here's the bigger thing: Bills, 26th ranked in the red zone offensively. You know they're so good on offense, but they've really struggled in the red zone, especially lately. Bills, number one red zone defense in football. So I think you're going to see the Bills hold the Chiefs to some field goals today. In the last game they played, 26-17. Chiefs <laughs> went by nine points. Uh, Edwards Hilaire had 160 rushing yards. Mahomes only threw for 220. You know, uh, they, they kind of they held uh, Kelsey down. They held Hill down. And they had no Cody Milano, their star linebacker, and no Tredavious White, their Pro Bowl cornerback. So that's two big factors. Um, I, like I said, I like the Bills plus three and a half. I just think, you know, the stars are aligning for them. I just have a feeling they're going to find a way to win. I'm going to go Bills 34-31 and look at, watch these guys like Diggs, Beasley, Gabriel Davis. Davis is big too. He had a big game in the opening round. Hopefully he plays, but watch the middle of the field, Coach, because as you know, with Spags, that's where the weakness is with that cover two type defense that Spags likes to run. So watch Beasley, watch Diggs, watch the Diggs hasn't had too many big plays down the field. It's been a lot of the, you know, but Josh Allen's been great at it this year. He really has with those, the, you know, in the middle, 
I'm going to go Bills plus three and a half. Like I said, I got Bills 34-31. I like it. I like it. I, I, uh, I'm I, on board. You know, I think Ted's uh, on to something here. I, I think that turf toe is, is really going to be a, a big factor in this game. You know, he's not going to be able to move around as much. And this concussion, you know, if it was a concussion, I, who, know, who knows? You know what I mean? We knew Mahomes was going to play one way or the other. You know, like Nick said, week six, <clears throat> 26-17, Kansas City win. Well, that game, you know, you talked about Kansas City stats. Josh Allen, only 122 yards in the air. You know, he did have two touchdowns and a pick, but he really didn't do much. Right. You know, your one-two punch, Diggs, 46 yards. Beasley, 45 yards. It's not going to get it done against Kansas City. You know, yeah. you, you got to, like I said, you know, they're, they're, they're like a video game here. I mean, you got to score blow for blow with this team. Yep. But they just, they just, they'll throw it all over the field. I mean, they got too many weapons, you know, for you to take a step back and have mediocre games against these guys. Yep. Um, you know, I like the Bills as well. Their defense has been playing good. You know, I, I wish they had a running game besides Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Allen's been their leading rusher the whole year. You know, if they had a running game, I, I think they'd be really lethal. Still leaning towards the Bills. You know, I think it's just their year to maybe take a touch step forward, get themselves in the Super Bowl. I'm going Bills 28, Kansas City 24. Nice. And two stiz, when Allen only had those 122 yards passing, he had a bad shoulder as well. And the other thing that, like I had mentioned to you guys, I was going back and forth on this game, it's the whole Chiefs thing. They haven't covered in like eight or nine games. So that's one thing that does worry me because it almost seems like they're due. But then there's that fact, though, too. They've been winning all these games by the skin of their teeth, you know. So you wonder when that's going to turn. And it, even last week, I mean, only a five-point lead. Mahomes goes out. You know, it wasn't looking good. I thought I was cooked with my my big uh, tease bet, obviously. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But here's what's going to be big, too, Coach, and you know it, Stiz turnovers and i think the bills are going to need to get a turnover or maybe two to win this game because you want to turn that ball over and, and you know that mahomes was struggling with that in december so you're going to you know especially with that turf toe get some pressure on them you know let them put one up and get a pick hopefully I like it yeah I, I i agree because you want to get pressure because of the turf toe you want them to have to move and you know you step on that and you get that pain shoots up your leg and you're trying to throw the ball it, it, it's going to be a uh it's going to be a struggle I, and again i like the bills they're my other super bowl team so uh you know I, i'm sticking with it uh and you know we're we're, we're going with the bills okay but I agree. I agree, Nick. Got to got to have some turnovers, and I think you might see some in the red zone today because of oh, that. Oh wow! Okay. In the red zone, I like I it. You're going to see a red zone turnover by uh, the Chiefs uh, with that. So there, there you go for me. I wouldn't what's mind going on, that. Sammy. Sammy, yeah. what's up, buddy? Yeah, we got a couple guys. Uh, you know, Ceh expected to play today. You know, where he's been out the last few. Yeah. Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins is a game time decision now. Yeah. Have you you haven't heard anything on him, Stiz? That that was that was it. I don't think he's going to play. They said he's a game time decision. They did rule out Le'Veon Bell though. So wow, I didn't yeah. know that one. Yeah, they ruled out Le'Veon Bell. Obviously, we talked about it earlier. They ruled out Antonio Brown. So you know, we'll see what happens. Ceh with 161 yards at first meeting, like you said, Nick. Yeah, uh, I don't think they're going to get that. I don't think he's going to get that against the Bills this right. time around. Well, that's for sure. And, and two stiz, you know, one rookie in his first playoff game. Watch fumbling. You know what I mean? They're going to you know, try to get in his head, maybe try to, you know, punch one of those balls out. But he hasn't played two in a while. So I think that could be a big factor. And, Stiz, you brought up the Bills rushing game. I got a feeling we're going to see more of Devin Singletary than you think today. I really do. Um, if you notice, the Bills didn't run the ball one time in the first half last week. Then they came with the Ravens with a little running game in the second half. I think you're going to see more. In fact, Singletary is only like 40 and a half. I'll give that out as 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 my prop. I think Singletary is going to go over 40 and a half. I think the Bills are going to definitely try to throw off the Chiefs a little bit with a little bit of that rushing game. So, I, and obviously, I think you'll see Josh Allen run too. But uh, yeah, it says I think you're going to get. I think the Chiefs are going to be a little surprised by the you know the Bills running the ball a little bit today. as 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 well they should because Kansas City's rush defense isn't very good you know Correct. so yeah you, you should play to 
that you know that negative of, of the Chiefs. You know, you, you should you know you should capitalize on that well, for sure. And you want to have balance, and you want don't want to put it all on Josh Allen in right. an AFC Championship game. Plus, as we all know, when you run the ball and have success, it's just going to make it easier for the quarterback. Better right. for the quarterback, and it opens up the play action. And when you got guys, coach, like you know, with like Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers, when that running game's going, it's almost impossible to stop the passing game as well. You know, when they're both clicking, and like I said, the running game's going, it's just so hard because you know you got to come up and respect the run, and then you think they're running, and boom, you know the linebackers pinch up a little bit, and you get a receiver or a tight end or whomever past that you know, that over that line and you could just throw the ball team. It's all defensive. Ted, Ted, I agree with you. I think the bills for sure out of the four teams had the best chance to win with their defense. No, There's, you know, Tampa Bay with, with as good as a, of a rush defense they had all year. I think they were, you know, one or two, I think them and uh, them in new Orleans were the top two rush defenses. Right. They're, I don't think they're stopping Aaron Jones. I don't think they're stopping this green Bay defense at all. And, you know, and, and vice versa with, with Tom Brady, with Green Bay's defense. But, yeah, the Bills, I mean, they really have a good shot. And I think, Ted, they're going to need that defense to step up because that's the only way you're oh, going to yeah. beat this team of Kansas City is if your defense steps up. Yeah, and look, coming off a game last week where that defense beat the Ravens themselves. I mean, the Bills' defense, you don't put the offense on the field. Bills' defense beat the Ravens 7-3 last week. So coming off, uh, you know, an impressive performance. Everybody talked about that Bills rush defense. They really held that Ravens uh, rushing game in check. So uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, but no, I there's a hundred percent. If they go get gashed and you let the Chiefs do what the Chiefs do, Chiefs are going to win. And that's the one thing I'll say too: when the Chiefs are on their game and playing their game, they're the It'll best be team awesome. in football. Right. Yeah, they're they're the best team in football. But that's been the question. You haven't seen a lot of the Chiefs playing their best game. But just with the pieces they have and everything, and, and you know, obviously Andy at coaching, yeah, when the Chiefs are playing their game, they're the best in football. But, yeah, I, I agree with the Bills' defense on that. Well, we said, you know, we said, they're, you know, the Chiefs are either due for a blowout win or a loss outright. And, and right. neither one of them's come yet. You know what I mean? Right. Like this is like yeah. eight, nine weeks in a row or whatever. You know, you said they, you know, they won by six or less. Right. They haven't blown anybody out, but they haven't lost any of them either. So what gives to that? Right. You know, we're, we're all going with the upset. So I like that. All right. So, Coach, you want me to give my uh, – Yeah, I want you to give it out here. Let's – Come on, Everyone's waiting for it. Stiz, don't you follow his direction, Stiz? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> Our fearless do. leader? Listen, I, I read the handbook, Nick. Yeah. I read the handbook. Yeah, at least he reads the handbook. He reads the, the, the pre-show notes. You know, He's I mean, dyslexic. Yeah. That's how I couldn't read the handbook. <laughs> Be, before – you know, it was – the handbook was so long, I, I ran up to uh, Walden Books. I got the cliff notes for it. And I made sure before <laughs> I started this podcast, I, uh, you know, I paged through that yellow book, of, you know. So, uh, okay. Yeah, Walden Books go. still around? There's still bookstores around? I didn't know that that was uh, – there. there's a there's the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, okay, so 29-7, and seven is, as Coach put up, uh, you know, I'm going for number 30. I was looking for it last week. I was doing a hot run, took a little step back. Uh, you know, Mike Evans, boy, did he – boy, did he crash out. I mean, you know, when you talk about that, that wasn't even close. You know, I, what was he, 66 and a half yards receiving or something like that, I think was the prop bet. He had one catch for three yards and a touchdown. I mean, you know, how do you map that out? You know, I just don't get it. You know, you know, 30 to 20 win. They scored 30 points, and you tell me that Mike Evans has one catch for three yards? You'd say I was crazy. you say I started drinking and smoking that cigar yeah. early. You know and what I mean? Godwin and Gronk didn't do much either. That's why it was so crazy. If you looked at the box score, you'd have had a Saints win. It's just obviously the four turnovers. Well, yeah, it was all defense. And, I mean, without that defense, without them turnovers, I mean, New Orleans would have, would have beat them handily for sure. Right. You know, so, OK, you know, I'm jumping back in the saddle. You know, sometimes even champs, you know, e even legends, you know, they take a step back. OK, and I took a step back last week. You know, I'm going to swallow my pride. I'm going to hop back on the saddle. I'm going to give you my prop today. I'm going to go to the frozen tundra Lambeau Field and I'm going to give you a, a Ron Jones 
Aaron Jones over 62 and a half rushing yards. Um, I think he has a good game. <clears throat> Week six, I think he had like 40 some yards on the ground. Well, it's not going to be the same way. I, I think it's going to be a total polar opposite today with, with all of Green Bay's weapons. I think they're going to need a good run game, you know, with snow on the field. I think they're going to have to run the ball and run the ball well. I'm going Aaron Jones over 62 and a half. I'm going to try to get that big 3-0, and we'll talk about it hopefully more next week. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully uh, we'll be talking tomorrow that you'll uh, be uh, 30 and 7 because, you know, that would be kind of nice before the Super Bowl to have that 30th uh, win underneath your belt, you know. Got a nice jingle to it, Coach. Got a nice jingle to it. 30 and 7, yeah, 30 and 7. So so there you go. There you have it. Go uh go run out, go 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 put put your put your ducats and your shekels uh right. uh on it and, and get it done. So we'll see. And uh we'll uh go from there. Good stuff. Here he comes. There he is, right at the last minute coming in to throw his uh his two cents in. Wants the bing come over to the bad guys. Yeah, I, he wants the ring. I think he's saying, "Hey, that's what I got to do, Drew." Right now, all I got to do is put, pull, pull his name out of the hat, and I'll be able to get that trophy. So that's you know, how you do it right now, Coach. Just to give you some background, Drew Bash. I, you know, I, I seen him. I seen him logging a little earlier. I seen him eye spying on the podcast, and you know, just licking his chops, waiting to put a yeah. uh, comment up there. He's he's the host of our happy hour on Friday nights, the host of our cornhole tournaments. And, uh, yeah, I, I had a, I had a hat. I had a, uh, a winter hat said franchise on it. And he was busting my stones the whole night because he was beating me at cornhole. And, uh, yeah, he took the best of me, man. It, you know, these guys coach, they, they, they took my pride. They took, they took my money. You know, we, we did a little gambling, you know, downstairs, you know, once the cornhole tournament was done, Took a little bit of everything from me. But you know what? I just rise to the top. It's no big deal. Yeah. You know, I can I, lose a couple and get right back on the saddle. No problem. Yeah, I did take Drew's money though. So I will say that in left, right, center. So he might have won on the corn bowl. And let's not let's not forget the controversy, Stiz, of line gate. You know what I mean? With uh, you know, some possible stuff you over the line, fault gate, if you want to call it. We <laughs> have we have video evidence. We have video evidence of this. It might go up on Facebook and YouTube yeah. soon. So you know. And he's going to be right. changing his name to Drew Conseco. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but he beat us fair and square. But now we, we, we play it. Like I said, it was a uh, good game. What's going on, Chris? Chris Lentz. Chris, what's has, up, brother? Uh, Chris, you're only half Packers. right, by the way. Yeah. yeah uh, nah, Lentz, Chris, I'm with you, buddy. I, I think Packers Bills as well. All right. We'll see. We'll see. All right, everyone. Thanks for checking us out this morning. We'll be back tomorrow night. Six to seven. Hopefully, Nevada Nick will get his stuff, his act together, and uh, get. We'll be on time tomorrow, uh, and uh, you know we'll recap uh, the two games and uh, do a little Super Bowl preview and uh, go from there. Everybody, go enjoy, enjoy the games. Go make some money, uh, and uh, stay safe. We'll see everybody tomorrow night. We appreciate it, and uh, take care. Go ahead, franchise. That's Go all. Bills! That's the end note. <laughs> Nobody circles the, lag the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, baby. That's right, baby. Let's go. All right, everyone. Peace out. Thanks. Peace out. <laughs> That's great.